Hello and welcome to episode number one of the Corner Kicker podcast. In today's show, we will discuss the recent round of Champions League and Premier League fixtures, including that win in Madrid, Manchester United's recent woes, whether that Nuno Mendes guy is living up to the hype, and much more. We are also contractually obligated to praise Arsenal, so we apologize for that in advance. I'm joined today with Kieran Spencer, Joseph Guzman, and one name Brazilian, Josh. Well done. Good to be Say here. hello, boys. Well done, well done. I'm honored to be on this podcast. As am I. It's just so many years in the making. It's unbelievable that we're finally here. Yep. But to begin, we will talk about Inter-Miami's recent 1-0 loss that just finished moments ago against New York Red Bulls. Kieran, do you have any thoughts on the match other than the obvious? I do, yeah, and I know I do tend to uh, to plug Julian Carranza a lot because I do think one of the main problems with this team right now is the strike force. You look at you know you look at Higuain. What what did he do? What did he do all game? He scores goals. I'll give him that, and I think he's got one more year left on his contract. He didn't score goals. He okay, didn't score today. So. You're right. He didn't score today. He doesn't add anything to the team. Robinson missed multiple sitters. Yeah, he didn't you add just anything said to the he team. scores goals. He got though. taken off. They score. Yeah, compared to the rest he's of our team, striker. they score goals. Josh, his I didn't ask job you, to score What goals. I'm trying to say is that we need some new strikers who are actually good. Higuain's too old. Matuidi, I don't know why we signed him. I'm glad he's about to leave in about a month because he's too old. He doesn't do anything. Chapman do you doesn't think do anything. They need some pace. They need someone other than Morgan and Shea, who are wingbacks, to create chances. They need a new manager for sure. And I think this winter is going to be crucial. If they don't make the signings now, they're going to struggle for the next three to five years. Do you think Carranza or Higuain have a future at the club? Carranza, yes. I think Carranza has a future at the club. Of course you do. He has actually played. He well. has zero goals and assists in thirty appearances for the club. <laughs> That's not true. Um, he has he has two goals. But, okay, um, so I'm gonna research. That's, Here we he go. Has two goals in like 20, 28 games, two goals. I, I know my stuff. But <laughs> more importantly, what I want to say about Carranza, right? Okay. He's actually got potential. If you look at the last two or three games, he's played well, considering he gets like five minutes a game. Higuain is a dead baller. Like he weighs four hundred pounds. He doesn't, hey, like, he doesn't run, he doesn't pass, he just dribbles at defenders and acts like he's Neymar when he's got no agility whatsoever. I, I'll give him one more year, maybe, Pizarro, he's had a good right. season. Yeah, and it, I know you mentioned Pizarro, yeah, he, Pizarro's not doing well either. It's just, in general, there needs to be an injection, like a new, some younger players, and maybe Matti Pellegrini next year if he comes back to the first team. Yeah, Rick maybe Pellegrini. Um, I think, out to the I USL. Think, yeah. I think the strike force is not even close to the problem. The, the real problem is obviously the midfield. I mean, yeah. you saw in today's game, we had absolutely no build-up play. We were missing Gregory. We were, exactly. yeah, yeah we, huge player. We just played captain. long ball the entire time, and it didn't work because we don't have strikers who are huge, and we also don't have. I mean, Brexia is tall, but he doesn't win headers, which kind of baffles yeah. me. <laughs> okay, um, this is the when you know you look at the lineup. The interesting call was obviously with Figal out, um, Shawcross. No idea what's up with him. I assume injury. How do we think USL player promoted to the first team? Ime Ambika did. You know he's six foot six, dude. That man's a giant. He actually. Yeah, so so Joseph didn't watch the game for anyone to figure out by now. He was. I mean, I think he was. He was. He was decent. He was inconsistent at times, but I think overall he had a good performance. Yeah, I think yeah, the I mean, first goal I mean, he, he could have done a bit better, but he wasn't overall any worse than the rest of our defense. I thought Leardum once again. With the new skinhead uh, fade, if you can even call it that, um, was awful. 
Um, gave the ball away for the first goal, or the only goal. Um, yeah, overall, I don't really see why he gets games anymore. Just I think that, um, not up to the standards. I think another player who um, really should have done better was Pizarro. I think he just he just dribbles too much. He's too selfish at times, and he doesn't. I saw him. We, it was late in the game. We really needed a goal, and this man tries to. I mean, this man nutmegs somebody and loses the ball. <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Right, but we should really be telling why Chapman started against. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think Chapman is nowhere near good enough to be near in the starting eleven. It's I think if also, you look at the team. The only players good enough to actually consistently start in the MLS, and this is the MLS, so perspective. Marsman, Higuain. Marsman, maybe Higuain. Gonzalez Perez, I guess, although he needs Figal next to him. I think Figal, yeah. Um, Matuidi, honestly, I can't really defend him anymore. I, I, no, He's been poor, poor, poor consistently. Morgan, obviously, one of our yeah. best players. Robbie, who is fantastic at making runs so and just can't hit the target to save his life. He's, he's so inconsistent. Ball. I mean, one day he shows up and he's freaking Neymar, and the other day he's like... Yeah. You can see that Higuain frustration when he missed that chance in the first half. Like, it just goes to show he's not, like, none of these... I would add Gregory to that list also, Um, but... Yeah, it's just uh, Neville's tactics kind of baffle me at times. It's he He's playing to his weakest links. The fact that you're playing in a team where you're relying on a player like Chapman for creativity. Like, keep in mind, he's got, he's got Federico Higuain on the bench, who I've said this whole, this whole season, he's better than what we've got. He's not that good of a player, but he's good enough to start in this team. Why is he not playing, and why are we playing Pizarro out on the wing? He's all by himself. I don't think he's a great player, but I think he's good enough to start. Like, he's, he's good enough to be in the MLS, and if we decide to not play him, we should at least sell him for a few mil. There's no actual creativity happening because you players like Morgan, for example, is playing in defense. Shea is in defense. Vasilev on the bench. Yeah, I think Vasilev should be starting for us. I mean, yeah, I don't really see why he gives us a he lot of tends energy. to always yeah, be on the bench. Yeah. It's not really like anything else is going much better. And it's also like, who is our right winger right now? Who is our right? Because in the game, it seems like Pizarro is shifting between Cam and left wing. Morgan runs up and down the field, but because he has defensive duties, he doesn't actually seem to do that much attack. Why is there not a right winger like Vasilev? I think I think I mean, the back three with the wing backs. Just, I don't think that's a great formation, in my opinion. Yeah. I think yeah. it's best if we um if we play a three back, but we don't like we, we play with wingers and a bit more defensive in midfield. Yeah, yeah I think the, the problem is personal right now. There's just really no core to the squad, and well, the core that is there, Figal and Gregory, who are two crucial members of it, we're both out. But to conclude the quick inner Miami segment of this, um, we're trash. I think we. Can I have one agree. more thing to add, actually. Oh, on the God. note of personnel, wait a second. Couple... Wait a second. I'm on one football right now, and it says Mabika's 51 years old. Oh, yeah, 51. No, okay. I searched it up. There have been some rumors of signings. Given that Matuidi's almost certainly leaving this winter, unclear whether Mati Pellegrini is going to come back. He, pro- he probably he may not as a DP. I, I, I highly doubt him seeing him come yeah, back. I, think he's I don't pissed. think he'll wear the Miami shirt. I don't. I don't know if Pizarro will play, but I think we'll have at least one DP slot open. Obviously, if we're signing players from Europe, we probably won't get them until next summer. But a couple of European signs that have been rumored. Number one on the list, who it seems unlikely, but it, it's sort of a feasible thing considering our team. Lionel Messi. Fernandinho. <laughs> Fernandinho, would you take him at the club? Given He'd be know, a great signing. Mr. One-Year Extension at Manchester City. <laughs> I, would I think we really need something like him in the field. Someone with real passion and grit. 
Yeah, know. somebody who can, you know, actually control the game. Him and Certainly Gregory at the MLS level. would be a good Brazilian duo. Yeah, that would be. Gregory, yeah. you know, a little bit more mobile. Fernandinho, of course. Champions League, Premier League. Not Champions League winning, yeah. but, you know, Champions League experience. Exactly, Participating. Exactly. Participating. I don't think, Participation awards. Honest, I don't think Fernandinho would come to, to Miami. I don't think... I don't think he's, he's still above that level. On yeah. that note, what do you think the feasibility is of the rumors that Higuain is trying to convince Sergio Ramos to join the club? Do you think that's... Possible? Ramos? No chance. No chance. I, I, yeah, never I think it's just, it's just smoke. It, I don't think it's going to happen. And to be honest, I don't... I, this might be a hot take, but I wouldn't accept him. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> hot take, I don't know why you wouldn't accept him. Yeah, the... We just started a player who hasn't played in the MLS in his Gonzalo life. Gonzalo and Gonzalo are the best center-back duo in the world right now. I think it's, it's pretty clear. Gonzalo, Spears, and Fagal. It, it's pretty that's, clear. That's great. I'm glad you have so All much right, Josh, your team. I, th- I thought I told you to be sober before the podcast, but clearly <laughs> you missed that part of the memo. Okay, um, this has been enough about our poor and depleted club, of course. Um, me, Josh, Kieran, and Joseph, we go to basically every home game. Um, so we, we are there witnessing the carnage most of the time. Although for that short stint, couple of wins, that was that was nice. But That was great. Everyone I, I've been to, we won. And then I haven't been to since, like... Josh, you gotta start traveling for the away games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Let's talk about... And this was a while ago now, but it's... One of the craziest Champions League match weeks I think we've, we've all ever seen. Um, the UEFA Champions League. Um, Joseph, I know you're an Arsenal fan. This is the thing that you get when you know you know like finish top four. So, And Josh, also, I know you're a Roma fan. That's... Yeah, Roma fan. It's like the thing above the Europa League, if you can even imagine I mean, that. City, City are barely even in the Champions League, though. Okay. Where's your invincible trophy? Where's your golden trophy? You don't oh exactly. my god! It's funny how neither of those things actually get a trophy. That's the. <laughs> you, you, you got a special golden trophy for going invincible and not losing a single game. Premier That's League. hilarious. Okay, let's talk All about right. the individual games. Real Madrid and Sheriff. Um. Wow. Wow. To evoke the words of Jurgen Klopp. I think what um, you can really take away from that is that um. Real Madrid. I think um. Uh, no, I think that Vinicius is a great player. That's the main thing. <laughs> no, Vinicius actually didn't play bad. Though. Vinicius has been like ar- Vinicius has been arguably the best. Player he has been on fire. He has yeah. been on fire. Vinicius but let, let's go. Good. Let's turn. I mean, it it it's, it doesn't help when they've got Cristiano at left back. You know, goat. So I think you should just turn kind of hard to get past him. I think Cristiano I think... had a six point four. The thing with Vinicius is that he's playing the wrong sport. He should be in the Olympic team for Brazil for. Um, diving. There it is. The amount of times he flopped in the box is absolutely ridiculous. Man has five star skill moves, 99 agility, 99 pace. Um, couldn't finish for his life. I mean, this is why nobody listened to you. Yeah, so he's just pulled Vinicius up the ultimate team. Joseph pulled up the ultimate team steps for that detailed you know, analysis. He 7.8 rating in the match. He, didn't, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. But anyways, okay, but in the match, so obviously what? Madrid didn't play well defensively. Right, and, yeah. and Sheriff played very well. Would you say it's more of like a Madrid collapse defensively, or did Sheriff really just play that well that they were able to hold off? No, Sheriff um, just they just held uh, off Madrid. Did you Madrid see that goal? Like at the end? Did you see the last minute goal? That was the Phil goal at the end. We'll get to that, but let's just talk about the game itself. Um, possession, looking at it now, seventy-six percent Madrid. So, I think eleven on target. Like I apologize for pronunciation, Georgios Athos. Athan Sadias, um, the sheriff goalkeeper, in Unreal game. 
Incredible. Yeah, that was... Okay, well, there we go with the uh, the pronunciation. Kieran's got it. And then uh, Adama Traore came all the way from... <laughs> the team have got some rocks. absolutely fantastic names. Adama Traore, Cristiano. <laughs> but yeah, how many saves was it? I had it written down somewhere. Ten and then, saves. Yeah, Cristiano came all the way from United. Ten saves, to... not bad, not bad. Honestly, Ten saves. You know, it's, it's one of those games where, like... Are Madrid a top team? You have to you have to ask yourself because the quality they had last year, last year, and I said this like like in, during the knockout runs last year, I was like, you know, Madrid, I could see them making the final, and they did make the semifinal this year. I think they have the team to mount a challenge for the Champions League. Is Ancelotti the right man for the job? I am not sure. You know, there's a problem is consistency for Madrid. Are they're not really consistent? They're only consistent. I think- Stat padding against you know rice farmers in La Liga. That's the main problem. I think the I think the manager is good, but I think that also, um, I mean, he's missing a lot of uh, players who can make a difference in this team. He's he's missing Kroos, Carvajal, Mendy, Ceballos, Gareth Bale. I mean, that was what he was missing against um, Sheriff. Yeah, but I think still, like, you know, we we look at the lineup. Miguel Gutierrez, really the only player in that team who you would say probably is not quite ready for the uh, starting shirt in Madrid, but, well, you know. I mean, Nacho's probably shouldn't be starting either. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not fantastic, but, I mean, a midfield of Kamavinga, hey, Casemiro, Valverde, front three of Vinny, Benzema, and Hazard, they should be getting the job done. So, this poses an interesting question. How far do we think the Sheriff team can go? Because, of course, they got a win last time out against Shakhtar, I think it was. 2-0 or 3-0, I can't remember which. So, six points. What are we saying? Round of 16. Round of 16? They're, you know, I, I don't think they'll qualify for the knockout. You rounds. don't? You think I they'll think co- they will. Collapse? They'll collapse, yeah. Okay. Back then, you know, like, uh, maybe, maybe round of 16. They're obviously not going to pass that, but... Do you think they can get Europa League third place? Yeah, I think maybe Europa League. Absolutely. I think yeah, they'll get third place. I don't think they'll. I mean, I'm going well, bold here, so round of 16, they're losing. Okay. Really, I think they can make it out of the group. I don't think they're going to get first, obviously, but I think they'll, they'll get second. Um, and that's because, I mean, you look at that team. They're, they're so mentally strong. Like, they just kept fighting and fighting. It's incredible to me. Um, okay. Do that, you know. Yeah, there's three more games. They're going against Inter next, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like there might be more to come. Yeah. But yeah, it is a way at Inter. That'll be a real determinant. Who did they factor. play first? They played, they played Shakhtar. Shakhtar. And they won three 0 Yeah. So I mean, they already beat Real Madrid, right? Two 0 Two 0 Two 0 Dude, okay, yeah, but they already beat Real Madrid, right? They beat Shakhtar. Yeah. I'm gonna assume that they're gonna beat Shakhtar again. Um, I mean, even if they lose to Real Madrid, if they if they get a tie or even or if they get a win or even a tie at, at Inter uh, against Inter, they have a really good chance of qualifying. I think. Yeah, I'm saying around the 16 or Europa League. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Fair enough. Um, on to the next game. Um. <laughs> Kieran, are you still with us? No technical errors. Uh, well, I, I have a storage issue. I'm trying to figure that out, but I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. Okay. Um, while you're figuring that out, we'll skip a particular <laughs> game of interest. No, no, we I, will I, just I, go I'm, to. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. All right. 
PSG versus Manchester City. Um, oil bag versus oil well. The oil chic versus something. I don't even know at this point. Um, wow. Lionel came up with the goods. With a great goal. I think it's proving why you know he deserves. He's definitely top three shots for Ballon d'Or. No question. Top three. Who are two players who are on his level besides you know Lewandowski? I think Benzema's underrated. Yeah, Benzema. Yeah, Benzema. Benzema. I wouldn't back Benzema. Benzema's got some, some stupid number of goals right now. I, mean, I know. He is a happy he's got a decent amount of goals. He's, like, like, he's got some know, good GA. City's attack right now. City really needed a Benzema. I mean, he's been in great form. They need, yeah, they need a he was great for France in the Euros, right? Even though they, they didn't make it to the past round of 16. Yeah. Um, he was also great for um, Real Madrid this past year. This past season and this, uh, and this new season right now. He's been their focal point. He's been... What hasn't he had like the most man of the matches? Um, I think he's right got now. 16 GA right now in eight La Liga games. Yeah, that's absolutely um, insane. Yeah, that's another. That's um, huge. On another note, the second most the, the player with the second most man of the match awards is Lorenzo Pellegrini. But you know, yeah, you know okay, there's the Roma prop. But let's let's stay on task here. PSG yeah, City, yeah. Kieran, um, obviously a Manchester City fan, yeah, was, disappointed. I watched Again. most of the game. I was I was disappointed, yeah. It, and it, I wasn't that disappointed considering, obviously, this is... We'll talk about the, the Liverpool game. We won't talk about the Chelsea game. Um, but yeah, during Chelsea. that week, it was, a, it was a very, very tough week. Lots of travel. That was our weakest lineup, which I thought was a questionable decision by Pep. But I understand Wait. why this was the game that meant the least for How us. How is that your weakest what? team? You had the best midfield you have. Bernardo Silva, Rodri. Yeah, Kane, they start every game up. You, you didn't watch any of the games, Joseph, first of all. Second of all, we started, like, we benched a couple of our key players for that game. And I thought, was it the right move? I don't want to say no, because saying no would be reactionary. That's like just saying, you know, oh, we lost, so Pep should have played a stronger lineup. No, like, we played, our lineup was strong. It was fine. Like, we, and we dominated the game. Like, we didn't, apart from Sterling, everyone played well. Like, we outplayed them in every area of the field, except, you know, Messi and basically Sterling. Those was the only two uh, positions. To be fair, you guys, it was a pretty dominant performance. Basically, double the shots, yeah, triple the shots. MVP, big chances, all of it went, like, to us by a landslide, but, you know, they scored an early goal because of a you know a bit of a lucky deflection, good good strike from Idrisigay. Then like sixty minutes of just lucky deflection. That was like top ins. Was it deflected? No, no, no. The the, the ball, the cross. It was like a cross came in and it flicked off a defender and it dropped right to him. And, like, oh yeah, yeah. That was an insane goal. It was top in. Yeah, it was a good good finish. Good finish. And of course, Mr. Lionel Messi. Yeah, and that making was, it know, to was first away. PSG goal. Was, you know. He's, you know, he's been farming, but, you know, he decided to step up in a big game. Classic Messi goal, picking the ball up on the right, yep. running down the wing, and playing it into like, focal point in the middle. De Bruyne had that chance. Grealish, he did fine, but Sterling needs to be off the field. He can't be on the club. <laughs> yeah, we know you're not a big fan of Sterling, missing chances. I'm not, I'm not. And I know touches. the fans are a bit hard on him, but, like, he deserves it. Like, he's he's not a good player. <laughs> He's, um, you know, I, I, Barca are apparently interested in a January move. I say if they offer one, one dollar, we sell. Like he's just not yeah, a good player. How do Barca have enough money for Sterling? I, they didn't have enough money for Aguero, and yet they got. Him. They don't have enough money for anything, but yeah. their fans feel like they're gonna get Holland. So I don't know what they're. What do we think? Of course, um, anyone who's listened to the FC Wonderkid podcast will know that the they are a huge fan of this. Nunez or Nuno Mendes guy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I thought he was pretty good. I've been, you know, last summer I thought City were going to sign him. I was really excited and I was really disappointed when he didn't sign. So I'm not. Yeah, and of course, I think he was that good against City, but he's been exceptional this this season in the in the Liga. So not to say any uh, specifics. 
Another you do have the left back slot open. For we do, we do. I, I think reasons. Cancelo right now, Cancelo's the best two-way fullback in the world by far. He's arguably the best okay. fullback. Okay, no. okay, okay. <laughs> but do we need do we need a left back? Maybe with Mendy, you know, suspended. Maybe we need a left back. Suspended. <laughs> We're not going to elaborate on that. Um, yeah, it is, you know, <laughs> another, I not, I non non sport related issues. No, I think the uh, like the other fullback who was great for PSG was obviously Hakimi. He was. Fantastic. Yeah, what a signing. If we go back to last season, we'll remember that Theo Becker um, was playing right back, and you could tell at times that, you know, Neymar would be doing some magic, and then this Becker guy would come down the right. And, it's like a, like a Yeah, Kerr, Becker. Really, the one position PSG needed to strengthen were the fullback areas, and they've gone out and got what's looking like one of the best youngsters in the world, and then Hakimi, who might be the best right back. That's why I'm saying if PSG, you know, they get their chemistry together, they have potential to win a UCL. Yeah. I, I stand firm that Certainly, I mean, they have the That brings me into, do we think that this has potential to be the final City-PSG? No. Absolutely not. City no. or never. No? Yeah, I mean, City never making it. Nowhere near. PS, I don't think, no, 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 okay, as a joke aside, City, City are right now, like, the, the strongest team on paper. No, They have the best not. chances on paper. PSG, I don't think are good enough. I don't think they're good enough. They don't have this is the I same think... team that two weeks ago drew to Club Bruja. Like they, they don't have consistency. The only and of course they did team. lose to uh, who was it? Ren. Yeah, and they, uh... I've been watching. Like I've actually been watching a couple of their league games. They have not deserved to win. Like they should be on. Like they should have won half their games. They they they've won by late goals most of the time. If you look at actually like, most of them in like two one, Hakimi bailed them out or like a late foul or something. I think They're that not... PSG just need to find consistency, whereas City need to. I think De Bruyne really needs to return to like his best form. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's, so he's a little slow. He's a little slow. Yeah, he's not. You know, but that's the thing is the thing about that is I'm not worried about that because that's fitness. Like you can tell he's like his playing is fine, and then like you get into the game and he just starts. You can tell he like starts walking and he's tired and stuff. That'll pass. I'm not worried about that. I am worried about like Mbappe is terrible. Right, he's not a good striker. Um. And the the defense, I think, is good. It's getting better. The midfield, I don't think, is good. Verratti's pretty good. Wijnaldum's okay. Herrera should not be starting in the team of that quality. Gay is like meh. He's not a very good CGM. He's been Gay has been he's really been okay. strong this season for them. It's, it's you can't measure it because they've had one hard game so far. I mean, he's you know, keeping Wijnaldum out of the team. And I've got to go he bold is. here. You know, Marquinhos. He's good, man. Top three center backs. Top five, huh? top three. So Marquinhos. Criminally underrated, in my opinion. Yeah, top player, him next to Kimpembe, and of course they've still got Ramos to come back into the team. But who do you think is getting taken out of that? Obviously Kimpembe, right? Yeah, Kimpembe. I heard Kimpembe hasn't been too good. He's like the weak point of that defense. That I mean, I think he's such a class player, though. He deserves to go to a really great club. It'll be interesting to see. I I I guess we'll have to wait and see when Ramos becomes fit, um, whether he can play full nineties consistently. Because I think I think that um. Kimpembe is gonna move move to a different club soon. Wow, I mean, with Ramos, like, I mean, there'd be no shortness of suitors, that's for sure. I mean, he's Top he's player. entering his prime, and like, does he really want to be benched by uh, on the on the bench for like a year for two years if Ramos uh, if Ramos is starting? I don't know if Ramos will start. I really don't. Yeah, I don't it's I don't it's know. unclear. Very unclear to me whether he's gonna start. Okay, but overall, good game. Captain. I mean. He's their leader. He has to start. He he inspires confidence and like, um, Doesn't you know, it? determination. <laughs>
He's, he's a serial winner, Kieran. This is he, PSG, won, though. They're not, he's won they're not, they're not that five kind of Champions Leagues, more than, more than City will ever win. The PSG defense is missing someone like Thiago Silva. That's who they're missing. Well, that could be what Ramos becomes when he becomes fit. I sure hope so. That's, that's why they signed him. I mean, we you know, that's, this is easily probably a Champions League winning team this year. I would say so. Them and Bayern. I don't, that's the okay, goal. If we go through the teams here, I think there are teams better than PSG right now. Like, City are they're contenders. City are obviously, like, big contenders. I think Bayern are contenders, right? Liverpool are contenders. Chelsea are obviously contenders. I mean, they're defending champions. I wouldn't United. back... <laughs> I wouldn't back any Spanish teams... As contenders, maybe Madrid, but... Eh. I think it's hard to write off Madrid. It is hard. I, I can write off Atletico, though. I can definitively write them in Barca. Barca, obviously, so I can write off Atletico. Yeah, Barca. <laughs> so you have you have three teams Barca, in England, yeah. one in France, talk about one, Barca. In, one in Germany, one in... So that's six contenders, Max. Of the PSG are definitely above Madrid. I wouldn't say they're necessarily above Bayern, Liverpool, PSG... Or in Bayern, Liverpool, Chelsea, um, or City. They may be the fifth, the fifth strongest team in, in the world right now. I don't think... They could improve. I don't think that right now they're a Champions League level winning team. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah. it's fair. Not okay, there. on to the next Champions League game. Um, my personal favorite for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> Manchester United versus Villarreal, and uh, moment of silence, please. So while we're having this moment of silence, let's just acknowledge that the entire team of Villarreal could fit into the Etihad or Old Trafford or any of those stadiums. That's how small their city is. And this is the team that the supposed oldest and most history club in the world has a, has their biggest rivalry with right now. Just, uh, okay, yes. Yeah. So, Una Emery um, is a wanted man in Manchester. But three points is three points. Of course, Ronaldo wins it at the end. Assist from Lingard, who's really having some sort of remontada. For the most part, Villarreal were... They yes, I will. I will not deny it. We have been shocking recently. Um, major questions for Ole. So yeah, and that, that late goal was great for all like City fans and all because it, it definitely put a big boost to Ole's job. So I have a feeling that's going to be a running theme. We're going to you know one game away from the sack. United defense. I think. I mean, how much more? I mean, how much more do United fans take? Like, you guys are. Not they, it, it, it's, it's shocking to me that, that he's he like he should have been out of the job like over a year ago. Like should have been <laughs> out of the job. He shouldn't. But he shouldn't have been hired. Like he should not have been hired. You know, Jaden Sancho. He's he's been off to a real rough start. Like they, he's always yeah, off to tough. a rough start. But like he turned up today against Andorra. Yeah, so, two assists. Two assists. Two assists. Foden man of the match, of course. If you look at listen. If you look at United's team on paper, look at all of them. Look at all of them before they joined United, like a few years ago. That's they true. were all insane. They were like yeah. they were all world class players. Incredible. And I mean now they're a great team, but they could all be doing so much better than they are. It's a team of individuals and to fix that you need a world class coach and every game it seems more and more like that Ole is kind of, you know, peaked with this club. And also um, and that we're just kind of hitting a wall right now. We do need that next tier of a manager. Um to come in and take the team of individuals into a really cohesive unit that can grind out results yeah. um, while also putting on impressive performances. And it's you, you go back to that theme of, like, I, I sort of split the big clubs into two two groups. You have the most successful clubs over the last, like, few years, like Man City in England and Bayern in, in Germany. They buy big players, 
but they buy players from smaller clubs and build them up into superstars. And that's what Bayern and, P- and City have done, like buying, you know, players from like the Prem or the Bundesliga that are like in the mid-table clubs. Like, for example, you know, your real issues, your De Bruyne's, um, and they built them up to like you know, massive, like world-class, you know, superstars. You look at Man United. This is a problem I see in PSG as well. They're buying players from the biggest clubs, and those players immediately show signs of decline when they join their new clubs. It's like they're buying players based on how they've played. Like, they, there's no actual intention to, to build up new superstars. They're, they're, they're content with buying players as they are. And when you have a coach like Ole, and this is the same problem with Pochettino, those players then, they, they don't turn up with the same form because they, they can't. Because they've already played as well as they can at their current clubs. And that's going to be, like I think, a huge theme going forward for United. Pogba was great at Juventus, right? Sancho was great at Dortmund. Varane was great at United. I think he wasn't actually that good, but he was he was certainly like a world-class defender, right? Yeah. None of these players have shown that level form at Man United. They haven't. They just haven't been. They haven't been good. Varane's been great. Uh, yeah, I was going to. I think Varane. He he showed glimpses. Yeah, he's probably I, I the only signing so far. He surprised, me. He surprised me with how good he's been. He's been pretty good. But he. Still... I think that Sancho will come good. And then Ronaldo, I think you know the Ronaldo effect. I'll be you change your style of play, you know. Yeah, he's been good. I, th- I think we've seen the statistic. He had the like least amount of pressures out of any striker in the league this season. And of course, you know how much do we Sancho's really care? He's performed this season, and then next season he's gonna you know show his form, show his true colors. I think you know the England game today obviously is gonna give him a some form of a boost. Two assists against Andorra. But overall, I think once the first goal comes, once the first, you know, real quality assist comes, I think we could start to see a snowball effect in him really start to kick on and show Dortmund-level numbers because he's got the players to finish off the chances. He's got the players to link up with. I think it's just, you know, this team is slowly, you know, winding up to really um, start flying in the league. Um, Rashford coming back, I think, will help him a lot because that means... Yeah, what do you think about Rashford? Who do you think is going to start... Um, I uh, right now, if Rashford came back to full fitness tomorrow, I would say you've got to start Rashford. You've got to start Ronaldo, and then out the right hand side. Really, I would start Rashford. I think people for the season he had last year, twenty goals and assists. That's not. I mean, Rashford is Mister United himself. Like that's true. That's true. I've always backed. uh, Doctor Rashford, MBE to you. So, but also, do you think, like, for example, if Rashford returns to form or Sancho returns to form, do you think that's going to be under Ole, or do you think they need to get a new manager before they can have? I think they will return to form because I think we saw last season that we can really start to produce impressive displays. I'm just worried that we're going to end up kind of having a similar season. You know, lots of really good moments, players playing well, and then lots of but no trophy at the end. But and that's I think consistency. Consistency. Like, yeah. That's the, the that's team, the key word. If we don't, doesn't work together. If we don't, because I th- we're already out of one of the cups, EFL or FA. I can't remember which. I think EFL. it was EFL Cup. Yeah, FA Cup. Sorry. Yeah, against West Ham. Um, and it was a deserved loss. You know? I think. Yeah, it's running theme. We're getting lucky wins, but I think without a trophy. Certainly, at the end of the season, if there's no trophy, I think he's got to go. If there's no but, league title, he's got to go. But they're not going to win. The I league no, yeah, I, I, you can't judge the season off the league title. But, I think we do okay. need a trophy. Based on ability, he shouldn't win the league. Based on money spent, he should already have a league title. Like he shouldn't be in a job without a league. Title. But hear me out. If Ole does get sacked, who would United get? And who can't? They're going to get Conte. I don't no, Conte I can't see Conte joining. Yeah, I don't see him either. I, I see Conte at Belgium. I really hope he joins Belgium. Belgium. Yeah, yeah Belgium. 
Oh yeah, um, listeners, go sign Kieran's petition to get Roberto Martinez out of the Belgium job. Josh's petition, but oh, it's yeah, Josh's I petition. My story, so please sign okay, it. they both want him. Did out. you look at? Did you look at the? I um... think that United should sign the Ajax manager. I think he'd be a good. Ten Hag. Ten Hag. Yep. That's he's really been really one of the names cool. circulating. Fantastic. I think him and the highest quality manager they can get right now. Cheeky uh, Graham Potter, anyone? Yeah, he would never no, sign for United. No, no. I think I think that Ajax manager would be great because oh, you well, know United has a really good youth system. No, I, 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 I just don't see the Italian philosophy working. I don't see Gattuso. He it's like Neil Warnock going to Spain. Like it's just not. Happening. <laughs> He's also gonna cheeky little Paolo Fonseca, Jonathan. Paolo Fonseca, of course. Steve Bruce probably gonna be out of a job soon. You know, <laughs> crisis hotline. Steve Bruce, Big Sam. Big. I think Graham Potter's underrated. I think he deserves to go to good, a big club. Her rumors is today, and we'll get into this later at towards the end of the podcast about Newcastle and the takeover that uh, he could be in for that job, Graham Potter. I would love to see him there, but it's, about know, him where managing Newcastle. <laughs> Honestly, I could see them getting like Zidane. Like I, I don't put it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot. I th- that, 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 that's the other big one for United, Zidane. Yeah, and... he, will, he will never go. To, not in a million years would he sign for United. Well, you think he'd go to Newcastle before he went to United? Yes. I don't know. I don't know. Well, there's a bunch of other UCL games. Um, I think probably the other really truly notable one would be the Liverpool one, Riot in Portugal. Stop padding against you know. Yeah, it's Porto. Portuguese you know, we we beat them last year, and then they almost beat Chelsea. Like once it's you know, it's Porto. The only <laughs> the only one I thought was actually like surprising to me was not the one where Chelsea lost to Juventus. I was I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting Leipzig to to lose to Club Bruges. Though. Oh, yeah, that too. Club Bruges have been they've been shocking. They've been good. Yeah, and consider the fact that Leipzig are right now in the group of death. They know they ha- they can't afford to drop points even against PSG or City, and they're out here losing to to Club Bruges. They they've got zero points from two games, and they play PSG twice in a row coming up next. So I I, I could see them getting last place in this group. You know, what's the one guy? What's his name? I know it's like one of the youngsters on Club Bruges. He has some potential. Um, Bruges, uh, Noah Lang's pretty good. Yeah, Noah Lang, and then Hans Van Aken. Um, he's played for Belgium. Vanakin, really, I think he's he's great. You know, RB Salzburg, you know, Adiyami winning four penalties. If we're talking about pen merchants here. <laughs> definition of a he only merchant. scored like two of them, though, right? Like, he didn't actually do well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure some of them were missed, but it's just crazy. I think Adiyami is really, yeah. He's... I don't think they've scored a non pen goal in the uh, <laughs> Champions League this season. They won't need to. Hmm. <laughs> Um, thoughts on the Chelsea defeat? Juventus uh, winning, Chiesa goal after 16 you know, seconds in the second half. Juve had some bad form recently. You know, Fabio Ronaldo, they've all been struggling. Like Federico yeah. Chiesa, I think he's really making a name for himself. Yeah, he's you know, done well. He's breaking that. Yeah, certainly after the Euros. Not necessarily that you know all the good youngsters are English, but you know I think Chiesa deserves some more shout out there. Like he was definitely overrated during the Euros because of recency bias. I would say that. But, you know, Chiesa's really making a name for himself. He he might be proving me wrong here. You know. Okay, it looks like Josh is just disconnected, so yeah. we'll have to wait for him to come back. Uh, but we can continue. Um, One more thing, though. I wasn't I wasn't surprised by the Chelsea loss. Right yep. now, I think I think Juventus were in a better position. They needed to win more. Chelsea did take their foot off the gas a bit. I'm not worried about them. 
I mean, I don't think anyone expects them to challenge, like, realistically, who thinks that they're going to actually win the UCL again or even... I mean, did you think they were going to do it last year? I didn't. I, I laughed when they when they made the final, and, yeah, that ended well. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> it was, you know... I beat you guys in the final. It's, 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 it's interesting. Um, and, uh, but, I don't like Chelsea at all. Just their style of football is not good. Yeah, Probably it's very best. defensive. That's, when we played them, it was like they, they didn't have a single shot on target, you know. 007 at the helm, zero big chances created, zero shots on target. I saw that movie yesterday. Good movie, to be fair. Yeah. You know, Chelsea, <laughs> they, have a, they have a good team, good depth and everything, but it's not fun watching them at all, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're not. A good like, one. we don't care how many trophies they win at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, Tuchel is, uh, you know. Like, it's really entertaining. Okay, so to conclude our Champions League segment, um, we're going to try and do a, well, we will not try, um, a UCL Player of the Week um, on the short list, and we could modify this. We've got Messi, Ronaldo, Sebastian Till, uh, the man who scored the Sheriff goal at the end, um, the Sheriff Keeper, Kieran pronunciation. Uh, Giorgos Athanasiadis. Sounds good to me. Um, Donnarumma. Of course, his first Champions League appearance. And Federico Chiesa. And it looks like Josh has returned just in time for UCL Player of the Week. Um, Kieran, we'll start with you. Who do you got for Player of the Week? So I was on the fence about this one, you know. I think for me, for me, I don't think Ronaldo's a contender, just for obvious reasons. Like, you know. Not because I don't like United, because he says he's a pen merchant. And Josh has dipped again. But he'll, he'll, I'm sure he'll be back in time to make his prediction. I don't think yes. Sebastian Thill, he was very good. But for me, it's between Messi, Athanasiadis, that was very good. Donnarumma was good as well. I don't think Chiesa is really involved. I'm, I'm going to go with Messi. I, I, think, I think Messi showed a level. Yes, Donnarumma kept PSG in the game. He kept him ahead, right? Same thing with Athanasiadis. But at the end of the day, Messi changed the game. It would have been a draw or a loss for PSG. And in one moment, it was a win. It was 2-0. There's yeah. no other player in the world that has the impact that he has, apart from, like, you know, there may be a couple players on their day. Lorenzo. But for me, Messi was the best player that game week. Lorenzo uh, probably was close. <laughs> okay, Josh, now that you're back, Kieran's yeah. got Messi for player of the week in the UCL. Josh, who do you have? In the UCL? Um, hmm, that's a tough one. It is. <laughs> Let me think. Do you want to come back? Yeah, I'll come back to you. Okay, Joseph, who do you got? I think I got Giorgio's Athanasiadis. I think, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. the Sheriff game. That guy, he kept him in there. Real Madrid had, like, how many shots? 33, I believe. 31, yeah. Yeah, 31. He, Crazy. he played great. He played great. Like, honestly, he deserved it. And I think, like, without him, like, Sheriff does definitely should have been losing. No question. Yeah. Like, Real were dominating it. Messi was good and all, too. He got that goal for them. I also would give Donnarumma a shout. Yeah, Ronaldo was gone. Till he just scored the goal. And Chiesa, I mean, I think I think Till I has, think a, has a shot. I mean, because Chiesa was the one bit of Juventus that has the energy. He's like he's yeah. carrying that club yeah, right now. I know. Exactly. I mean, he has the energy on his shoulders. So yeah, I, I think, think the ball is Chiesa ball too. And, Athanasiadis, and I think Athanasiadis deserves it for sure. Realistically, if we're before, I don't know if John, then you made your prediction, but I, I like this shortlist should definitely be shrunk. I know you made it, so you put Ronaldo in. Obviously, he should not be in, right? <laughs> Donnarumma, I think I, I watched the game. He made some good saves, but I would say only like 
two of them were actually good saves. The rest were routine. Like, yeah, that's Gunner was very moves. good. And there's one other big one. I think Mars or someone else. Maybe it was Sterling that had like the, the chance that he saved. But wasn't it Bernardo? Oh no, he he hit the bar and attacked. Yeah, oh, that was uh, yeah, that was not. No, I think for me, I think it should be t- Sebastian Till. I mean, when you score that late in the game to win the game for your club, and it, and it's a banger as well. Like, yeah, I mean, fair, fair. you have to be considered. I agree. I think yeah, I mean, the goal was. I mean, that's going to be in Moldova. That's going to be played for generations. Lads, for sure. Okay, for me, I'm going to have to go with the goalie, um, Athanasiadis. Sounds good to me, pronunciation-wise. Yeah, yeah, um, I just... I, one of the saves, I can't remember who took the shot, but it was... I think it was off a free kick. Unbelievable save. Um, he was just brilliant. And that's typically a running theme, you know, when you've got an underdog story. Um, the goalie and the defense normally put in top performances, and then you've got one or two moments of magic, and that's exactly what happened. 100%. Alright. Now... We've concluded the UEFA Champions League section. Um, overall, a fantastic match week. It is time to talk about the Barclays Premier League. Um, we're going to start off circling back around to Manchester United, who drew 1-1 at home to a depleted Calvert-Lewin-less, richarlison Everton. Andrews Townsend is a beast. That team is. I, that I team is it, it wasn't a point gain for Everton. It was two points dropped. They deserve to win. So, you know. I think Everton are such an. I think they have a great. They have a great chance of making Europe this year. I mean, yeah. they have Europe. Great, let's. I mean, let's let's step back though, because remember, this is this is the same Everton side basically, like in terms of how they started than than they, they were last year. It's the same thing. Oh yeah, we can never forget the kazoo title race between yeah. Villa. Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly, yeah. I'm. I learned more about. United from this result than I did about Everton. I knew Everton were a better side than United. I wasn't worried about that. United were lucky to escape with a point, and this game went exactly as I expected it to. Like, even without the strike force, Everton had more... They were just a better organized team. United, they're coming off the back of a loss at home to Villa. They couldn't really get anything. They did get and one goal. And they benched Ronaldo. Like, yeah, that was that. very suspect. Yeah. Not a good coaching decision for all of of course, Martial did score. He was really the one who came in for Ronaldo. Um, yeah, he got that deflected goal. It was pretty good. Good goal, good goal. But I just, I don't understand. You know, we've just lost at home. Shaky performance in the Champions League. Why do you bench him? You know, we're only maybe four weeks into the season, maybe a little bit more. Yep. There's nothing to rest him for. International break, we are now in. That was our last game before international break. I just, I've been running it through my head. I cannot see the justification. You know, I think we have to look at Everton here for a second. Damari Gray signed for 1.5 Fantastic million. Uh, unbelievable business. Decore also been a great man. Definitely, he hasn't been And people were looking at them like like they like they, they weren't going like to – they made awful business. Like, like yeah, Town, yeah. They thought Townsend was going to be a flop. They yeah. thought yeah. Gray was going to be a flop. Uh, Townsend looked like a nothing signing. Exactly. Now look at him. Without DCL, a clinical – like proven striker as well, you know. Yeah. I think Everton really have a shout here. Yeah, and I mean also because last That's year, if you think about players. it, like they had all they they had all their best players, right? Yeah, they had this year they're they're starting off so well without their best players. I mean, it's one of the up. things I think people forget is like last year, Ancelotti built this like big European team. That's the way he plays. But now you got Rafa Benitez. This is the guy who you know. Yeah, he's managed some big clubs. He's managed Liverpool. Right. He's also managed small clubs though, and he has that experience. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like he managed Newcastle, and he built a Newcastle team on a budget, and he actually did very well with them. Like he made them a, a clear mid-table side. 
Yeah. And he's kind of doing the same Mike thing Ashley at a higher level. Yeah, like he's, you know, he just doesn't have as little of a budget, but he's buying from really proven players that he knows um, suit the, the the system that he wants to build. Like Demar Gray, Townsend, DeCorey, they're all doing incredibly well. I mean, I would say he deserves a move to a big club, but I see Everton finishing top six this season. So, you know, I think he's already there. Demar Gray to Arsenal. Okay, and just to touch on a little bit of news, Damari Gray wouldn't downgrade, by the way. Um, Always future, we've already discussed it a bit, but after this game, um, reports came out, Mike Thielen, assistant manager, extended his contract. No way. That is, I, I mean, fantastic. I couldn't really believe it. Well, I'm sure you think it's fantastic. Incredible. I just, I'm trying to think why. And well, the only logical conclusion is that they're planning for Ole and Bielan, part of his coaching staff, to stay. And it just doesn't make much sense to me. Why commit like that when we're in a difficult spell? The money has been spent. We've got the right winger. We've got the center back. We've got Ronaldo. This is as good as the team is going to be. Cavani at the club for another year. That's not true. That's not true. They need a, they need a CDM. We need a CDM, yes, but this was as good as it could have been for the window. There's no we, The money was not there to sign they're, they're another top CDM. Madrid, they're outstanding City, they're outstanding Chelsea, right? Like, there's no excuses. But he's, yeah. he's going to stay because who are they going to get? Ten Hag, maybe. I could see Ten Hag joining, but not until the end of the season. It's Ole is still at the job because they, they, they really they can't see past him. And I understand why. But they need to get rid of him. I would. They. 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 I. They. They would be better off managerless than with Ola. Yeah. They just. They okay. don't have any vision. All right. Now another massive Manchester City game. Two-two at Anfield against Liverpool. What a game! Uh, that was. That was game. Mohamed Salah. Another consistent performance by him. He was fantastic. Potential Puskas winner. I think we're all in agreement on that. Better than his actual Puskas goal. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. James Milner looked stupid. (laughs) Yeah, you know. James Milner. He's on the field. He's 35 years old in the prem. I mean, what did you expect? It proves the importance of Trent Alexander-Arnold in this Liverpool team. This is why I say Trent is still criminally underrated in my opinion. I mean, Trent's been spun like the last three times he's played City. No, his defense is still good because you see from James Milner there. Like, Nathaniel Klein is better than Trent. <laughs> Bring back I, I Klein. Trent, I think Trent still has good defensive dues. He just gets... um. He's all right. I mean, he's good enough to play Liverpool. He gets cherry-picked because of his moments against Real Madrid. I think Trent is actually decent defensively as well. He's he's good. He's Yeah, he's, you know... Okay. Realistically, I think it's because he's so young that he just makes some mistakes and people don't realize how young he is. You know? I think we're just kind of circling around it, but nobody's really honing in the squad yeah, depth for I mean, Liverpool. Trent is going to – he's going to be – he's no – how old is he? He's – what is he, 21, 22? Yeah, Trent? I think 22. Yeah, he's like 23, right? He's not that young. Oh, maybe he, 23. He's one of the best players in the world, and he's so young. I mean, we're going to hear about this guy for, what, 10 years to come. Yeah. And he's still going to be around at playing at the top uh, – playing at the top of his form, you know, or top of his – In his top of his game. He'll still be he's 23, yeah. I mean – but there was also, you know, there's a huge, huge issue, right? Um, Man City were, were robbed in terms of chances, but also, I mean, the refereeing was, was shambolic. Yeah, it, it was the red card for Milner. But it wasn't yep. just the red card. It was the fact that when I was rewatching, I realized that that free kick, that like that blatant free kick on Foden, and it's, it's disappointing. This is the second time that's happened to him. He's clearly fouled. He tries yes, he to stands get up. up. Yeah, and he tries to get up, and there's no foul. But because it's a free kick, they can't review it. 
That would have been it. That was Milner who made that foul. That would have been at least a yellow card. He did get a yep. yellow card, and then he should have had a second yellow card. So it's three yellow cards for Milner, like three clear yellow cards bordering on reds for one of them. Yeah, and he gets one. Like it's it's kind of ridiculous. And you know, when you consider the fact that City dominated this game at the point where Milner's second yellow card, like the, the one where people were like, "Oh, that's a yellow card; it should be off." That was like right before Salah's goal to make it two one. So if he gets a red card there, it's one one with twenty minutes left, and at that point, City were dominating completely. We go on to win that game 3-1-4-1, right? It's very disappointing. It's, you know, it's not unexpected considering, you know, when we play United or Liverpool, the referees, like, it's, it is what it is. Like, they're, but it's... Paul Tierney, of course, referee. Yeah. Paul had Tierney a pretty, bit pretty terrible, I think. Nobody really... You see him on your team's, you know, match day list and you're not really... But, Excited. It's, it's back to what Pep said in the when he was he was so excited, and a lot of the fans were very excited. He was so excited in the post game conference. He wasn't upset about the draw. He was he he said like it was a clear red card, but he wasn't upset. He said all three games that week, City dominated. They should have won all three by a distant margin, and yep. that's true. But you know, I'm not worried about the UCL. We're still going to. You're qualify. describing oh. the number one concern that people have had with a strikerless formation. Yeah, yeah. Total we, domination we in possession. The goals. But I, Total domination worried. and chances created. Nobody to finish. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm going to tell you now. We're going to get Holland next year. I'm not worried. In my opinion, Ferran You're Torres is playing Holland more. You're not going to get Holland during winter. It's not happening. No, I said next summer. If anything, Holland yeah, is going to... Uh, now, we want to win the Champions League. Ferran Torres is your best striker right now. He's good. He's fine. He's good enough. Spain? I don't mind it. You look at that game. We got ignoring the UCL because it doesn't matter, right? Four points from four points out of six in the two hardest fixtures we will have this season. Four points out of six. That's not bad. I'm not upset about that. Yeah. The only one I'm upset about is the UCL because it was just so stupidly one-sided. Like the Liverpool game was the, the least one-sided of all of them. The Chelsea game, like yeah, we should score more, but like we won. Who cares, right? The, the two league games, I'm not too upset about. I think we played well, and I think we can, you know. After the international break, we we have some pretty easy games. I think we start with Burnley um, next weekend. Burnley we're gonna put out the full squad. Game. We're gonna get some four nils, five nils, and you know we're gonna we're gonna you know take back the league. Just on kind of bring this you know full scope in the Premier League. Do you think after seeing that game, I know what my answer is, and it's kind of sad to, for me to admit it. Is any other team truly on a Liverpool and City level? Because that game was played at such a high quality i can't really justify any other team winning the league after seeing that sheffield united <laughs> no not even arsenal arsenal against spurs not even arsenal not even arsenal you know joseph i was really on the fence there but you know you're probably right i think they'll just miss out on the league title it's interesting that you know the champions league winners and i think this is a i don't think anyone can really disagree with this they're the third best team in their own country. Like they're they're just not they're not at the level of, of City and uh, I don't think I we think need that... to bring in your internal anger about your Champions League defeat into this. Well, that was you know that's I not have the Champions League goal merchant something that City definitely. Yeah, you guys could use the Champions League final merchant. We do have uh, Gundogan, but you know, Gundogan still lost. He did score though. All right, enough about City. Devoted too much time to them. Other games, um, we're not going to cover all of them, but we will mention. Uh, Joseph's beloved Arsenal. After that emphatic win in the North London Derby, nil-nil at Brighton. Joseph, thoughts? Disappointing. Fantastic. Disappointing <laughs> offensively. 
Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, he needs to be more consistent. You know, in the NLD, he was playing with high energy. He's playing great. Honestly, he had a man-match performance there. The yeah. office is not there. Emil Smith-Rowe, he's good and all. He's I still rate him, but he's being he's being greedy. He's, he's He could have passed that chance to Pepe. Pepe. Number 10 shirt maybe getting to his head? Yeah. I think Pepe deserves a start. Lacazette deserves a start, but you still need a striker, and they still win the main issue Arsenal. However, you know, maybe Xhaka, we might miss Xhaka in the team. Lakanga was shockingly bad. Despite yeah. the fact I, I was missing yeah. half the game because my power went out. You know, <laughs> and the defense. I think people are really sleeping on the Arsenal defense here. Aaron if I'm not Red, mistaken, you know, do you have two Arsenal defenders in your fantasy team? Yes, and you know, they get me points. Aaron Ramsdale is heavily slept on. He is. Yeah. He has been very good. Ramsdale very good in the derby, actually been on Really shut up the haters. He's, you know, I think he's really proven himself signing in the summer if he keeps his consistent form here. Tomiyasu, also, he's been really good. Ben good White, player. Ben White it's, it's and Gabriel, you know, them, them two together, they really have a good... I do think that back line has a future. It's just yeah. midfield. Yeah. They yeah. still have not really... But, Thomas Partey is good, but, you know, he cannot play next to Lacanza. Lacanza yeah. cannot... I hate to say it, but Xhaka, he played that role better, but we need to fill in that man for Lacanza, and we need to ultimately get a better striker and give Pepe a little bit more time. And let's see, hopefully he can return to his relay days. It's always more time for Pepe. Always more time. But before we move on, Joseph, so considering, like, obviously Arsenal spend more money than Brighton, right? They're, they're a historically yes. bigger club, and they're, like, technically big six, right? Brighton have a better team. Brighton have a better manager. Brighton have been doing better in the league. You know, they're doing better in the league. They're doing doing much better. And they they, they were dominating the game. They had all the chances, right? Do you see that? Is there any hint of disappointment? Or do you see that as a massive point game? No, no. I'm still (laughs) very disappointed in the offense. You know. But in the result, are you... Is there any part of you that thinks that you could have got three points? Or do you think, you know, it's great that we got to draw away at a bigger club? It's no, no. Ignore that last word. I think it's great that we got a draw because honestly, we did deserve to concede there. Ramsdale defense played good. You know, kept we really defense played good that game. You know, just offensively was just not it that game. We should really get a new striker. I'm saying Latara Martinez would be a great addition to the team. You know, and midfields. I can't see Lataro <laughs> going anywhere near you. Know. He's about to sign a new contract after interest from like we're City go and here. Vlamovic in the Serie A would be a good signing. Apparently, City are closing in on him as like a January. No, 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 no. we're going to take him from you guys. He wants to actually start. He doesn't want to rotate. I mean, close. I think he would start I, at City. Yeah, I, I don't think he rotated. cares if he's playing no, at City. You know, he's. Oh, I think City would be. They're playing with fire. I, Grealish, Vlahovic, it's it's just such a big deviation think, from the types of players that they had. Yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, I just think Arsenal should get Vlahovic in, in midfields. I, I think Ducore would be a good signing. Probably I think a lot of clubs would take Ducore right now. Yeah, Ducore's not going anywhere. Any midfield option would be good right now, because Thomas Partey is our best midfielder right now. And if he's out, okay. we're screwed. So... Overall disappointment for Arsenal. Um, final two games we're going to talk about. Just a quick touch. Wolves 2-1 win against Newcastle United. Huang Hee Chan double. Looking like a great signing from Leipzig. Um, of course, maybe the match, not as much of a big deal, but the resulting news. Newcastle United and Mike Ashley has been sold to Kieran. What is their official title? 
I don't know, but they're they're richer than the city owners, so it's yeah. We're hearing numbers ten times richer, and that means somewhere in the region, three hundred to four hundred billion dollars, euros, pounds. Who knows? The point is, they are absolutely loaded, and the rumor mill is well and truly running. Names like Anthony Martial, um, uh, maybe you know, Gareth Bale's always going to be touched on whenever a club gets any sort of money. Um, Antonio Conte has apparently been contacted for the managerial position. It, it's just incredible, and you've got to say, you know, what a what a day, what a past um, few hours for Newcastle fans, you know, enduring Mike Ashley, no ambition in the club. Steve Bruce, I don't even think was really doing that bad of a job, considering, you know, the level of player, you know, outside of maybe St. Maximin, Callum Wilson, and at, you know, at times, Miguel Amaron. I think the rest of that squad is... Not good enough, but I mean, wow, what a future that I, they could have. I think what Newcastle should do is they should get Premier League proven players. So, yeah. you know, going big, you know, buying really good players and going to our Bino route. I just think it's. I say we should get a good defender, Premier League proven defender. I think um, Ben Godfrey from um, Everton would be a good signing. That, that, I think that would be a good signing, although I. I think Everton realized that they've got some form of a, a jewel on their hands. He looks like a top leave. player. I don't think he'll leave. <laughs> or oh, I think um, Konza from Villa would also be a very good signing. Konza's yeah. not good enough, though, for, for Newcastle? Konza's a good player. I think I think they will actually touch into the international markets. I think that it's going to be hard to, especially Premier League clubs, knowing you know how much money Newcastle are really going to have. I think they're going to ask for exuberant transfer fees. And, of course, because of FFP, you know, at least it does something. I'm hearing numbers quoted around 200 million pounds is the kind of maximum per season, which, of course, is a lot, and you could do a lot with that. But, you know, it's going to take a while for them to really become a proper, you know, top four contender. So I think the next next few windows, definitely the summer window, I, I don't see them doing much in January unless there's a truly a relegation issue on the cards um, that might splash the cash for one or two. But other than that, I think this summer is when we're really going to see the major overhaul. Yep. Okay, and Tottenham Villa, not really much to say here. 2-1. Son, still underrated my opinion. Son. I'm an Arsenal fan, I, I highly rate Son. I think Son is the type of guy that Arsenal need. Clinical finisher. Yeah. Top player. Energy, exactly what we need. Okay, um, Josh um, had an issue. He's had to go for a bit. But now we are going to move on to the third and final segment of the podcast. Um, just closing in under an hour here. Um, kind of our other section. Everything else that didn't fit into the main two categories we have already spoken about. First things first, the Premier League Player of the Month was announced this week. Um not really sure. Of course, it's a popularity vote, and yeah, maybe yeah, that explains it, but... It's like the Ballon d'Or. Ronaldo wins it. Salah robbed? Yeah, I, I think so. Rodri was robbed. He didn't even get nominated. Oh. Like, if you look at the month he's had, he's actually been better than Ronaldo and Salah. And I'm not saying that as a joke. Like, I'm genuinely serious. His impact, like, he, he's been immense. He's been the best CDM in the world. Sure it's it's time to get to this guy. Okay, well... <laughs> Not, even not really sure I can agree with that. I think it should have been Salah. Yeah, that City performance. I think there is an argument 
he could be the best player in the world at this moment. Consistency, goals. No. He's just really doing it all, and Stay you know. I, I, I say can't. Lewandowski deserves some more, in my opinion. Yeah, I can't look past. I think Lewandowski and Benzema and Salah third. I'll put him third, like definitively the top three, though those three. Okay, so but that's that. I think we're all in agreement that is the top three right now. Yeah, I'm, on this start of the season, game on the season only going on for like less than two months, but the start yep. of the season, those are three best players. Okay, um, probably I would say the meme of the week, Luis Suarez. There was only one team in La Liga that he had yet to score against, and, well, poetic justice, it was against Barcelona. Barcelona I mean, wow, what a joke of a club. They, they are finished. You know, it's just all going downhill. Coleman, Coleman is not doing absolutely any justice to them. As you see from the international break, Gavi played excellent against Italy. But yeah. that was under Luis Enrique. It's clearly not a problem with Barcelona or the players. It's clearly a problem with the manager, and yet yeah. Barca have somehow made a statement saying they still want to keep him. Especially when you have. I think the issue is they can't sell him. 15 million euros is what Koeman. I'm hearing to buy him out. You have Kuman. Do you hear it? He said in the press conference, he said he couldn't do anything more with these players. When you have a manager that's clearly... What a load of nonsense. Like, could you, you imagine if Ole though. came out tomorrow and said, I can't score more goals with Ronaldo and Bruno and Sancho and Rashford? Like... What a load! Like it, it, it's not, it's not. You're not managing the team. Like the problem isn't the players. The players are not great. But the pie will get you goals. They sold Griezmann, obviously. Luke De Jong is I, he's not a real player. Um, you know they have some other. Pedri's decent, right? They have some decent. Like Dest is okay. Gavi right? is good. You saw Gavi yeah. in Italy. That was a great performance. Yeah, he, they have good players. Why are they complaining about the quality of the players they have? At yeah, minimum. At minimum, they need to be making the Champions League knockouts. I don't care about a round of 16. That's fine for them. They need to be qualifying for the top four. This is at minimum. And they need to be contending in the cup, right? If they're not doing that, there are serious problems at the club, and it's not because of the players. Like, if a manager can't get top four in Champions League round of 16 with this squad, and with the quality of La Liga and the Champions League, their group, both terrible quality, like, they should be contending for the league right now, but they're, they're not going to. The, the manager, he needs, he needs to go. And he can't be complaining about his players because a solid 75% of the blame falls on Coop. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, probably this will be my favorite segment. Um, the U.S. men's national team. Ricardo Pepe. 2-0. Thanks, Jamaica. Good game. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean... Decent game. Pepe, invisible throughout most of the game, pops up with two goals, gives the U.S. the win. I wouldn't say most of the game. Over the first well, half. he was first half. I first half, I think he was, like I said, invisible. But I think when you have a striker, 18 years old, to be able to just, boom, get a chance, finish, guaranteed. So crucial for this U.S. men's national team because, you know, historically we've had the likes of Dom Dwyer, Giassi Zardes, guys who work hard. We've had a lot of really good hard workers, but no quality. And now I think this U.S. men's national team, we've got quality. McKenney, Adams, Pulisic, Reyna. There's real quality in the team now. And depth as well. You know, Jordan Pifok, young boy striker, not even making the squad. So I think it's just really big for... The program as a whole to see now that, you know, after the disaster in Trinidad, um, missing out on the last World Cup, that now we're really, truly on the up and up. 
Yep, certainly. Uh, you should be at least making the quarterfinals. This upcoming. <laughs> oh my God! Don't we wish? I think we're good enough. I think we, we will be contenders in 2026, but I think we should at least try and make a decent run this coming year. But we'll see. It's, you know, up in the air. Okay. Um, to end, I came up with, well, I didn't come up with this. I saw this on uh, the FC Wonderkid podcast, and I thought it was a really good idea, and we should do it as well. Sell, bench, start. I give you three players, you tell me. You sell them, you bench them, and you start them. Joseph, We'll start with you first, and then we'll go on to Kieran, and then finally end with me. Start bench sell, Kevin De Bruyne, Mohamed Salah, Cristiano Ronaldo, and for the kind of time period, I'm going to say De Bruyne's past couple games where he's been fit, and then Salah and Ronaldo's beginning of the season. What past do you think? Past couple of games. That's All right, so I think I'm about to sell KDB. No, I agree. I, honestly, I'm not. I if you guys, Katie's my favorite player. I'm not mad. Like he's been, he hasn't been that great. He's put it like seven out of ten. Just, just to say, like he's not been good since he's come back. I don't think that's a fair comparison. And I but. think um, Ronaldo will be in the bench, and I think Salah. Sorry, just because the level of consistency that Salah has, you know, Ronaldo, he could show up and score a hat trick, but Salah just has a different level of consistency that is just unseen. And yeah. The other yep. I think I'll just cut to the chase. I agree with Joseph. I agree as well. Based on this season, I agree. Overall, I'd yeah. say start KDB. You know, okay, overall, I think you're out of your mind. But oh, you know. By overall, I mean the past couple overall, seasons. Not, ca- career-wise, obviously start Ronaldo. Okay, I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to start <laughs> Past couple of years. Like Juventus Ronaldo versus like past two, three years KDB. Overall, I'm still yeah. saying Salah. Going bold. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's do overall past couple seasons. I'm going to say I do have to agree Ronaldo has been I mean he's been good for Juventus, but he's not been superstar level as maybe the other two have been, so I am going to have to go This is toxic. Let's keep in mind in these past 2 years the Bruyne's one player of the year both of them. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to go De Bruyne start Bench Salah, sell Ronaldo. 100%. And that's my non-biased opinion. Um, trying to keep that as you know impartial as possible. I would have to say yeah. start Salah, bench KDB, and sell Ronaldo. My unbiased opinion is that KDB's okay. had a better career than Ronaldo. But, you know. Okay, your unbiased opinion is you are never invited back here ever again. Right. <laughs> All right, and to conclude, um, the first episode of the CornerKicker.com podcast, um, just as a quick shout out, go follow us on Twitter, um, TikTok. I think we'll set up an Instagram. Um, account, KDB Philosophy on Twitter. Yeah, I wonder whose that is. Um, that and end, to end here, start bench sale, Sadio Mane, Youngman Son, Marcus Rashford on top form. These three on top, top form. Can I ask before we do it, why did you pick these three winners? All left wingers, all players who maybe have had dips recently. So. Obviously, Rashford with the injury. Mane, Mane definitely had a visible dip, and then Son it's kind so of has these purple patches. Son is a purple patch merchant. Like, he's kind of like so, what do we think? Right, over the course of a season, let's put it this way. Over the course of the season, oh, and Josh is going to be back for this last section here. Um, 
Josh, welcome back. We're doing start bench sell Sadio Mane, Young Minson, Cristiano or uh, not Cristiano Ronaldo, Marcus Rashford. Um, over the course of the season, who would you have? Start bench sell Kieran. Let's start with you. Oh, can I go first, please? Can I, can I sure, you can go first. All right. <laughs> Josh, I think the take obvious it away. option to start is Son. I mean, incredible. He's so consistent. He's he's. It seems like he's always on fire. I mean. He's carried Tottenham realistically, and he's just such an incredible player. Like Serie A fan speaking here. Yeah, this man is like. <laughs> I mean, wait, you, did you, you include Cristiano Ronaldo? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Ronaldo, that was yeah. me speaking. Then I think Mane second, Rashford. I think second. I mean, bench. Yeah, bench. I'm thinking Marcus Rashford. Okay. And I think you have to sell Sadio Mane because okay. Sadio Mane, I mean, he's shown it before. He can be very inconsistent. Yeah. And honestly, I think without Salah, he's, it, he's, he's obviously a good player, but I don't think he's good. He's better than Marcus Rashford. Yeah, I'm at the grief Josh here as well. I think, you know, I'm being completely unbiased here. Like, I actually completely rate Son. And I think what he has over Mane and Rashford is the fact he can do it with both feet. He's, I, I still think that Son is faster than both of them. And he kind of offers that, like, a little bit of dribbling. Like, I remember, I don't know if you guys remember that one goal against Villa, where he, yeah. he like, dribbled the whole pitch. I won't see that from Mane, and I won't see that from Mane. To be honest, I, I think he's up there with, with Prime Hazard level, to be honest. Like, yeah. bold. Right, hold bold. On, hold on, hold on, That's hold on. bold. What, what Very bold. Saying? But, what? you know, I think Son really deserves to go to a better team. And Rashford top form. Oh, great, you know, 20 goals and assists the past season. He I mean, think about the, the things that Son has done with Tottenham, like, like, like scoring goals. He donates to the homeless in Hungary. He donates goals for Man United for England, too. I think and he Rashford, donates penalties to Donnarumma. He deserves it, too. And Sadio Mane. <laughs> that was yeah, Josh said it, basically. <laughs> Sadio Mane is without Mohamed Salah. Or without even Bobby Firmino, you know, playing that false nine-year-old. Sadio Pressing defensive forward. Okay, Kieran. Oh, God. God forbid I don't put a City player in. You said top form, right? If we're talking about right now, the two best left wingers in the Premier League are Foden and Grealish. No debate. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me explain. Let me explain. Mane has been on terrible form for like a year. I think you're perhaps missing the question. Nobody cares about Foden. I'm just saying. We're not talking about Foden. or. Right, no. I'm just saying. I'm just because it's because factions are Mane's been on terrible form weren't even good enough to make it into this conversation. All right. No, he picked them because they're compared a lot. Grealish would obviously be winning. Grealish would be the last. I would. Maybe if we're talking about top form in their careers, Grealish should spent two months at a big club, okay? But let's back to my point. Mane's on terrible form. We know that, right? But he's good when he's on form. Son is yeah. on good form now, but career-wise, he's not that good. He's so no, overrated. He's because he's played for Tottenham, player. obviously. No, no, no. If you look at his career, right, he can get goals and assists, but he has so many purple patches. For most parts of his career, he's been far worse than Sterling. And you can't debate that. Like, that's not a debatable opinion because it's true. Up until, like, last season. Yeah, we're talking about two ye- the, the yeah. past two years. He's been so no, good. No, we're talking about on their top form in their careers. And finally, Rashford has obviously been Since off when? the form for the last couple of years. We're talking about now. I mean, well, I mean, obviously. No, we're not. Rashford oh, was God. in full fitness. This is what happens when you don't show up. We're, we said it so we're talking about <laughs> on their top form of, their, like, of the last few years. But, like, not yeah. like, not as a whole. Just the top form. Of the last form. few years. Okay, yeah. Just I, the, I, the peak, I, I like, keep my stand. I keep my 
my stance. No, you don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're deciding my stance. Of these three, I would start Son. I have to start Son because he's played well. Like he. he... So all of that just to agree. With <laughs> no, no, no. On top form, he's played well. That is not where I thought you were going with this. Listen to what I'm saying. Right. Just I, I'm saying, I literally just explained that. I said the whole thing. So I want to explain that Son is a purple patch merchant, and in his career, I don't think he's that good. But on top form, obviously, he's better than the other two because his form, when he's on form, he's insane. He's on form now. He's doing very right. Second, in terms of top form, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane in 2019 was fantastic, but he's only had one really good year in his career. I wouldn't call him world class apart from 2019. Finally, like he was getting Ballon d'Or shots that year, and he wasn't going to win it, but like he was a top five, top ten player in the world that year. Marcus Rashford sell. He's he's not that good. Like stand up. Oh my god. Okay. Um I'll bring us to end here. I've got start Mane. I think 2018-2019 Mane one of the best seasons we've seen from a Premier League winger. I mean, Sterling um, was better that season, but you know, Mane was good. Okay. Okay. Zip it. Um start Mane, bench Rashford. Um you're nuts. I think you can't just you can't look past what this guy's doing. How are you starting? Mane? He had one like insane season. We're going on top form. I can't put Son top. I can't. I just the only can't. reason he had that good of a season was because you had, look at the strike force he had. Yeah, Mane. Like I don't like. How are you putting Rashford above? What, what version of Rashford is this? This is top form, Rashford. What yeah, has he explain top form? what. When was his top form? His best season was God. like nineteen twenty. He was like good, but not Son. Son's better right now than Rashford ever was in the spreads. Exactly. Okay, I've given you guys enough leeway. Um, I'm done slandering the United folk. I'm putting Rashford yeah, bench. It's, it's happening. Um, the real question is, um, what is it? Uh, key, uh, start bench cell. Fred. Um. Let's see, Jaden Sancho or Phil Jones, start Sancho, bench Jones, sell Fred. Easy as that. That concludes the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the very end, um, our first episode. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be uploading weekly, although that may change into bi-weekly, depending on if these these frauds can actually show up consistently. We'll have to see. We're going to do something about the Ballon d'Or, but it's not about as consistent about, so. as Mane. Yeah, some people, you know, apparently have to take showers now and under or overrated. So, you know, I guess we'll let them go do that. Yeah. Um, but thank you again for listening, and we will be back next week. Goodbye. All right.